Welcome to the Business Breakfast on Jazz FM with Oanda. Start your day with the latest business and city news and enlightening guests with Michael Wilson. A very good morning to you. It is coming up to two minutes past six. I'm Nick Howard. Thanks for joining me. Sitting in for Michael Wilson this morning. On the programme today, stock markets have plunged around the world as investors fear the impacts of coronavirus on global growth. In the UK, as you heard, the government is moving to the second delay phase of tackling the infection, but isn't banning public gatherings or closing schools. Chow Jian Lee, the CEO of Digital Wealth Managers Rosecut, is with me to tackle the business headlines. It's all coming up on the programme this morning. It's Friday the 13th of March. Well, a very good morning to Chow Jia Lee, the CEO and founder of Digital Wealth Managers, Rosecut, with me going through the morning's business headlines. We must start with the enormous falls in stock markets um, around the world overnight and yesterday. Um, that point about it being the uh, the biggest um, fall in uh, the US and uh, the UK market since 1987, the situation seems very different. Um, but just take me through what's actually going on here. Um, I mean, we're seeing investors um, looking at, uh, well, I suppose, what the impacts of coronavirus is going to be on global growth and how governments are dealing with things. Morning, Nick. Um, it's great to be part of this and also um, to answer the question on the stock market for it's currently a classic panic selling going on at the moment um, around the major markets, both in Asia, US and Europe. I think investors just really want to know where the bottom is. Um, This is because not just uh, the coronavirus um, imposes real challenges to the real economy, um, but also the oil price um, turbulence caused uh, last week um, has made investors really nervous about this. Actually, the the markets are really responsive to the policies. Uh, We've seen central banks cutting the interest rate um, as part of the monetary policy, uh, but the market is basically saying this is not enough, show us more. And then if that's the case, where is money actually going at the moment? In these situations, there tend to be safe havens. So this is one of the unusual circumstances where um, almost across the asset classes, um, everything is going south. So from gold um, and equities and all these different um, type of investments. So we haven't seen this um, in a while, to be honest. Um, and this is it, it's not a uh, it's not your you know usual uh, uh, regime, to be honest. And what then is the effect on the real economy? Obviously, the the stock market and the value of um, particular equities is one thing, but the day to day effect on I suppose kind of you know us the the everyone people in the streets. What what is the connection here? Uh, that's a really good question. I think the the, the point is that there is uh, real economy and financial markets. These two things, um, you know, they are, they are not uh, always sort of worked closely in tandem. Stock markets is sort of the forecast of the real economy. Now, uh, dropping um, interest rate actually could mean uh, benefits for the everyday, you know, uh, every man on the street. Um, because you get lower mortgage rate, you get cheaper um, oil as um, a result of what's happened recently. Um, but however, it also means the corporates um, 
that are listed in the market feel less confident about the future and spend less in the you know research and development or growing the company really so it might impact the income um, and and spending um, of the of the consumers as well um, so what basically market is hoping for uh, at the moment um, is is uh, fiscal policies um, basically cut tax to increase s- spending um, or government uh, projects to really um, pump up spending as well. Now, of course, in the UK this week, we've seen you know major steps in that direction. I'll be asking you about those a little later in the programme. But my interest right now is in the travel restrictions, which are coming in in different parts of the world because of coronavirus. Obviously, we saw the US yesterday talking about stopping foreign nationals from Europe uh, traveling into the US. But now also um, Beijing, the city, is um, quarantining all um, foreign nationals going there for 14 days in a bid to stop the, uh, the disease's spread. This is going to have major and potentially longer term impacts on the, um, well, not only the spread of, um, for example, tourism and things like this, but also in terms of business. I totally agree. I think um, with the Chinese government policies, which tend to be more draconian, as we're aware, um, the current travel ban um, around the world um, does bring prolonged damage to to business um and globalization really um, because all these sort of previous relationships um, uh, channels are are killed off so we will see a a quite a temporary shock to the system uh, for the next you know maybe months or or quarters to come Um, but um, I'm feeling optimistic here because I felt like the the businesses and real economy always bounce back and this is what we need to remember during the moment of of panic uh, throughout the financial history uh, doesn't matter how bad it looks at the moment uh, it will bounce back um, it, it's just uh, needs to, needs time really so picking up on that optimism, we did have figures from the World Health Organization and others suggesting that the kind of social distancing measures that are being brought in should really, given um, our susceptibility to infectious diseases, be more permanent. Um, you don't see these kind of governmental measures in terms of travel restrictions elsewhere as a, a something that might be a more long-term um, situation. I'm, I'm just thinking that if you're the kind of government that has already tried to um, uh, slow down incoming uh, immigration into a country, you might be thinking this is a time not to waste a crisis. Uh, I tend to agree with that. It, you know, we, we should not waste the crisis um, by putting in some, some social distancing measure, measures, but there are different approaches uh, to that, right? So what we heard from Boris Johnson uh, yesterday is it, very different from what Chinese government has uh, has been doing. Uh, one thing I would say is that, you know, we are in the process of figuring out uh, this virus, the the infection rate, the, the death rate, and how best to contain it. There are more, you know, stats and uh, research and uh, modeling to, to, to work it out. Um, and it also doesn't mean there's a single right answer. Uh, time will tell, you know, which is more effective. You could argue um, that both uh, Singapore and China have been able to manage it reasonably quickly uh, so far. The, the point is that this this could uh, bring to a new level of, of thinking and there are also other positives that might come out of this. Mm.
you know, as a, a from the entrepreneur's lens uh, in 2003 at the peak of uh, SaaS. And this is the sort of the year e-commerce exploded in China. Um, we've heard, obviously, about some of the impacts on particular um, sectors and industries um, from coronavirus. We'll just pick up that point. Obviously, your um, firm is dealing with um, clients' um, money and uh, looking ahead at sort of their financial picture. How are clients really feeling at the moment right now? Is there any sense of concern from them? Um, that's a really good question. I think there's two topics here. So coronavirus, um, I think people are feeling concerned uh, what that could impact for them. So a lot of our clients are entrepreneurs. So they worry about there might be a sort of um, a prolonged economic slowdown coming out of this. Uh, whereas financial markets is quite interesting uh, if you're not glued to your screen to watch the daily fluctuation or the the mad sell um, in the past two weeks, uh, you're not too concerned about it. And this is what we mean by the short-term volatility driven by the sentiment uh, should not drive your long-term investment decisions. Uh, So for us, uh, so far, I think our client handled this well. Uh, We've sent out communications to them to keep them updated what the market has been uh, and been doing and also our you know active management means that we have a bit more downside protection uh, so um mm. it's it's business as usual for us really now we spoke earlier in the program about the uh, the monetary um, policy response to all this that uh, central banks like the uh, the fed and the uh, uh, the bank of england have been uh, lowering interest rates to record lows but also um making much more uh, easy lending etc available i'm interested in the fiscal policy side we've seen um from the chancellor in uh, in the uk um a raft of um major spending proposals but also huge um borrowing um of a kind really not seen for decades, particularly from a conservative um, government. If this um, if this is the uh, the new norm, huge borrowing, huge um, spending. I mean, surely this is going to be replicated in other countries with their own central banks, etc. This could be a major change in terms of uh, well, how money is available in terms of markets, etc. Yes, it's. Um, I think one thing really important um, to note is that we are in sort of uncharted territory at the moment. Um, what has happened, you know, for the past uh, couple of weeks is unprecedented um, event in many ways, right? So we are dealing with a, a real sort of global pandemic, uh, which hasn't happened in past 100 years. So um, we don't know, you know, what uh, what wh- whether these policies, fiscal policies is going to be uh, everlasting or rather a temporary measure um, to to sort of help with the liquidity and help to boost the economy and give some certain industries like airline and um, healthcare a bit of support. Um, there are really smart people working on this at this moment. Um, but what is clear is that there definitely needs more measures um, to give um to, to, to pump enough liquidity in the system uh, as well as increase the spending, uh, maybe, you know, tax holiday on people's income uh, and particular uh, support in those sectors are heavily impacted. Jia Lee, CEO and founder of Rosecut, thank you very much indeed for your time this morning.